0: The year 1962 is a big year in my Catholic world. October eleventh, 1962, Pope John XXIII initiated the Second Ecumenical Council of the Vatican, more commonly known as Vatican II. October twenty-third, 1962, I lost something. Pre-Vatican II, The Requiem Mass for the dead was the primary Catholic ritual in which we, the living faithful, through the intercession of the priest, prayed for the soul of the departed, so that he or she may rest in peace for all eternity. That they, the departed, should be spared eternal damnation. Eternity, eternal Eternity, eternal, 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 eternity, eternal, eternal, eternity, never, 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 ending, never ending, never ending. Eternity, eternal, 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 eternal. This concept of never ending was really big in those days. The prayers in the pre-Vatican II Requiem Mass Mention over and over and over and over and over eternal rest, perpetual light, everlasting death, eternal death, eternal rest, perpetual light, requiem dona donae, domine et lux perpetua, luciate eternal. Post-Vatican II, the focus changed somewhat. From eternal damnation to a more hopeful message. The sombre black priestly vestments have given way to white. The fire and brimstone, hell and damnation message has been modified to a more genteel reminder that the dead live. They live in hope and faith in the resurrection. We, the Christian faithful, now are reminded that we will see our dearly departed once more. 1962 was the year of dawn. D-O-M, Disappearance of Mother, 1962, My Mother Disappeared. A child of seven might lose a sock, a ball, a doll, it's all loss, and will remain a loss until the item is either found or an explanation is offered to its sudden disappearance. If a child suddenly loses a parent or a sibling and no explanation can be found, well, then that child will continue to search for the parent or sibling. My mother disappeared. I didn't know where she was. I do remember one day very soon after... Um, there was much activity in the schoolyard. I attended the local Catholic school, you know, The classrooms were above the church. At morning tea on that particular day, I saw a line of black cars. I saw a sea of flowers. I saw several severe-looking men in suits, all milling around the entrance to the church. Months later, I learned that this was a funeral. My grandparents, in line with Italian family tradition, had an above-ground family vault built in what was then Sydney's Northern Suburbs Cemetery. Every Saturday afternoon, my grandmother, my father, and whichever of us kids wished to go along for the outing, would travel to the cemetery. My grandmother would open the locked family vault She would sweep inside the vault with a soft broom and outside the vault with a hard broom. Both brooms resided permanently inside the vault, along with a can of Mr Sheen and a soft cloth. My grandmother would polish Mother's Coffin. Never wanted to look inside the vault, and wouldn't ever dare go inside it. Oh, it was foreign territory, not forbidden, mind you, just weird. I think now that just as the vault of heaven above keeps us from spinning into space, losing our foothold, our above-ground family vault of red. Baked mud holds the flighty spirits and dusty essence of my ancestors. Let's fast forward 40 years to 2002. 40 years after Dom, in 2002, one of my mother's sisters died, my aunt. After my aunt's funeral, I was invited inside the family vault to view my aunt's coffin. Oh, there were people all around me inside the vault. You know, it was a very roomy vault. I paid my respects to my aunt in her new coffin abode, and then I turned. Well, 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 I I found myself upon my mother's coffin I had almost collided with my mother I, I, I had finally found her it was not relief that poured from my throat but anger and anguish for forty years my body had held down its grief, its loss, and now as I caressed the wood of my mother's coffin under my hands for the very first time my body released its grief. <laughs> In a torrent of sobs and wailing, a visceral and overwhelming response, released from forty years of corporeal imprisonment. I cried for every lost mother daughter moment, for every lost comfort and caress. Not long after, I set a date to encounter my mother on my terms. With the passing of my grandmother so many years ago, our family key to the vault had been lost. With that key was also lost a venerated ritual of task-based mourning, the weekly visit to open the vault to the sun. To clean it, to sweep and to weep as she and Mr Sheen ensured that my mother's coffin would sparkle on Resurrection Day. So I took courage in both my hands and I went to the cemetery office. I stood there. The lady approached me and I said very fearfully, "'I'd like to have the key to my family vault, please.' And to my horror oh, and surprise, she gave it to me. I knew that forty years on, all but one of the residents of the vault would be at home. They'd come home in this order my mother, my grandfather, Uncle Joe, my grandmother, Uncle Tony, Auntie Bertha, Auntie Grace, seven coffins, each on its own shelf. There would be two empty shelves left waiting to receive one for my father, (laughs) and one a spear. I took the key, I put the key in the lock, I turned the key, I opened the door, I stepped inside the vault, and I sang out, hello, 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 hello! hi guys, hi, hello, hello, I'm here, (laughs) hello, Ah. and to my absolute relief, no one responded. I stood, I breathed <gasps> I looked around. Oh there in the corner leaning up against Auntie Bertha were the brooms and the can of mister Shane. Ah oh, never had housework seemed more appealing or more beneficial to the soul. I swept every corner of that vault and I polished each and every coffin, knowing that inside each beautiful, shiny coffin lay the embalmed body of a family member. As I polished my mother's coffin, I noted that it was only on her coffin the Latin inscription, requiescat in pace, may she rest in peace. (laughs)
1: Oh. <laughs> What?
0: hope my mother had been resting those past 40 years, because I surely hadn't. I'd been searching. Yeah, I'd been searching, like, you know, like Moses and his crowd, wandering around the desert for 40 years, searching, searching, hoping, hoping, searching, hoping, hoping. As I grew older, you know, I went to many, many, many funerals. As my singing career developed, I also sang at many of those funerals. Each funeral, another opportunity to search. In some deep part of my being, I think I was trying to sing up that place, to sing up that place, to sing, to sing, to sing up that place where my mother was located. You might ask, well, how did you become a funeral singer? I could answer, well, you know, it was just by accident. Or I could be truthful and I could say, because one day long ago, I lost something. 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 something. something."